Oh, what is up, freaks? <laughs> what a ding dong dilly of a day. I heard I about that. Make my goodness. You know what makes it worse? That today is the day of the festival of unmentionable thoughts. Oh. Yes, Why are you I in my head? Had a few of those. <laughs> Expletives don't count, Ryan. It's uh, yeah, I've had I've had all kinds of thoughts today. Um, and of course, it is National Dingaling Day. Which my dingaling. I don't have to tell you. Has nothing to do with the National Day of Unmentionable Thoughts. <laughs> it's not that dingaling. Hey, you should have played oh, that I'm song. I'm not sure. Somebody. They kind of go together, right? They do kind of go together. <laughs> they do kind of go together. I get, um, so I'm, I'm over here, I'm getting ready to do the this, this show, and Angie comes up to me, and she's like, can you go to my mom's house to do trash out? And I mean, I'm like, yeah, okay. So she lives right down the street from us. So I get in the truck, which I had to borrow my dad's pickup truck today. Um, get in the truck, and I drive out to her house and then I go inside and she opens up her refrigerator. I've got to empty out her refrigerator. So that's why I was a little bit late to the party because I had to, uh, I had to do that. And, um, so yeah, it's just been a day. They started, started off yesterday where, uh, I get a warning light in my car. So I get home. I uh, It's me and RJ in the car, right? And because he wanted to wait in the car for Angie to get home. So we're in the car. And I, I'm, I get out to, to open the hood up, right? And uh, RJ is in the car. And I, I leave like my, my car is on my car keys on the front seat. And so I got the car. And then Angie pulls up. And RJ gets out the car, closes the door, and says, guess what, Dad? I, I got out the car, and I locked it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, my car, my keys are in the front seat. So I look, look in the, um, I look in the uh, front seat, and sure enough, there they are. So, yeah, that's the Welcome beginning. Retrograde. So what? <laughs> What vintage is your vehicle? I mean, it's, it's a, a classic 2011, you know, mm. uh, Ford Edge. I think around that time, I'm not sure because I have a 2011 Equinox. I think around that time, if you had your key in the car and they and the door locked, it would unlock the door. Uh, not, not for me. The fob on my, the fob on my keychain is not working anyways. So it was just, you know, the beginning of the nightmare. And then oh, there's your problem. I, I had to get my car towed this morning to the uh, dealership. And I thought, Oh, this might be the alternator. And uh, no, the belt is missing in the car. Just pff, disappeared. Didn't huh. uh, <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, and then I decided for some reason to figure how to, to forget how to drive. 
today. <laughs> I had a, I had a, a uh, I don't know what was happening. I had like a mini stroke or something and decided to just scrape, you know, there is a SpongeBob episode out where he, He's driving the Flying Dutchman ship, and he keeps scra scraping the side of a rock. He's like, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. That's what it felt like. I just I could hear it scraping, and like, I could not stop myself from just continuing to scrape. Just one of those mornings where you're looking for that rock to crawl under. Yeah, oh, my God. I mean, having to call Angie and tell her was, like, terrible. Then I had to tell the person – what that happened to, which was, you know, always a fun time. Right. And then, um, luckily she was like, I don't care. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, having to call his insurance and all that, all that shit. Right. So that's always fun. Yeah. It's always, it's just, if it's just, if it was just my car. I'd be like, all right, well, that's one thing, but it's two of them are going to be out of permission now. Right. Um, so that's what's going on here. But, you know, we had a good time on Saturday. I had a great time at the cabin on 360. Yeah, it looks like uh, you guys made out like bandits. Oh, my God. The kids, man. I'm so happy that we were able to get that many toys out there for the kids. Um, it was absolutely amazing. A big shout out to Vanessa Hogle for donating $300 to the to toy to, to Buy, buy toys for the kids and um thank you Rhonda for coming out. I felt bad because <laughs> I was late to the party because I had another dinner to go to. And I just thought you guys were sitting just sitting in the car because you're tired. That's why I just went inside the house. So I was like, I'll come back and I'll see you come inside because I, I hadn't seen anybody, everybody yet. So I, I I didn't give you a hug, so I feel bad about that. <laughs> okay. You know? That's okay. We had a good time. No, it like you know, of course, Kim had surgery a few months ago, so she she was kind I, of on her max capacity of being able to be out. And so we were actually getting ready to leave. And then, of course, people came over and were chatting and everything. And it, honestly, if they hadn't slowed us down, we would have missed you completely. Oh, man, I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know, I could, we could tell tell you a story about Kristen and uh, Dennis and uh, that that <laughs> drama that's going on with, uh, with all that. <laughs> you know, oh, my God, dude. It's like, get over it, please. Two years ago, and it's like I'll tell you about it later, Cr. All right. I won't leave you, I won't leave you in the in the dark, but I want to get into it right now. It's just <laughs> Don't leave a brother hanging. No, exactly. So uh, this welcome freaking awesome paranormal show. You can follow us at freak uh, freaking awesome show on Instagram. I'm gonna start doing that now, so people can start following the show. Uh, let's give a paranormal shout out to Supernatural Sisters, Ghosts and Goods. They offer free home free home cleansings and investigations. She's also a medium who offers readings and makes and sells handmade intention candles and essential oil sprays and smudge sprays. So check out Paranormal, no, Supernatural Sisters, Ghosts and Goods. So I just had that movie line from Ace Ventura pop in my mind. I so, have exercised the demons. This house, this is house is clear. clear, clear. Yes, <laughs> uh, and maybe you can maybe get her to say that when she when she uh, exercises the demons. Can you say the de can you say the uh, Eastern Shore line, please? And of course, we are brought to you by Dutch Soy Country Candles. Now, 
tonight we are welcoming welcoming back Yay. from finding unknown on youtube i've been waiting for this luna i've oh, been showing stuff today man they, they got some good stuff on there oh, you know, if, if you haven't watched their shit you got to get on there and get oh, on there because you got to get on there and get on there because yeah. yeah it is they, they got some good stuff uh, they're fun people. They, they are, are fun. They're loads of fun, and it's National Dingaling Day, so it's kind <laughs> of go, and it goes. Woohoo! They're ready to rock, and of course they they're they're celebrating the festival of unmentionable thoughts, which it's is not my nice favorite festival. Nolan I think that might be my favorite time. festival now. My favorite festival of all times: the festival of unmentionable thoughts. Unmentionable thoughts. Yes, <laughs> celebrate. Uh, Elizabeth Connolly, Luna, and Nolan Ramey are joining us right now. Let's go ahead and bring them on to the stage. Awesome. Welcome back. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we are just That's hanging fun. in there, just loving <laughs> life. Happy National Dingling Day. You know? Right. <laughs> It was so that's perfect for us. Uh, I yes. woke up with a pep in my step, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> I felt heard and recognized for some reason. Mm -hmm. This is, this is our time, guys. This is, this is our time to, to our time to shine. Especially, like I said, the the festival of unmentionable thoughts. It's right. uh, my new favorite party. So how's everything going with you guys? Good. Busy. Cold. Busy. Yeah, I'm cold. How so you guys are up in Oregon? Yeah. Huh. How's the how's the weather here. been up there? Uh, so cold. I mean it's Oregon, so people say like the weather's already like bipolar, you know? Mm -hmm. Is your air conditioning and your heater in the same day multiple nice. times a year? But it's been in the low 30s at night, and I think we saw 52 today, but it was sunny. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but it gets cold fast. It's a wet cold here. Yeah. yeah. So, you, all the layers in the world that still find your bones. I grew Ooh. up in uh, Bremerton, so I know I know all about that wet cold. Yeah. That damp cold, man. It, it gets it, it it gets under your skin. Well, we like, have that here. There's no, I mean, there's winning, but it's like, I'm like, a, am always cold. I mean, even in August, I mean, I'll be wearing shorts and still kind of chilly, but it's like with the shoes thing, either, either you have wet socks or your socks are wet because you're wearing something waterproof. It's just mm -hmm. like <laughs> a no win situation there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know if anywhere gets more bipolar than Virginia. Like, was it yesterday? No, Sunday. Yeah. Yesterday. In a 12-hour span, 12 hours, it was 70 degrees with thunderstorms, tornado warnings, and then it snowed. <laughs> when we when we were on our road trip, we stopped um, a couple hours this way from Casper, Wyoming, and it was 85. It started raining sideways. There was lightning, and we woke up with snow on the van. <laughs> Jeez. And we were, yep. we were there for... 15 hours yeah wow do you think um paranormal wise you think the it's it's more active 
during the summer months or when it's cooler like this during the winter time? I think whenever the spirits are not being watched is when they're most active. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so during the winter time, if something's closed down, like a prison or something mm-hmm. like that, it's going to be more active. Um, but I do, th- I do actually believe though, that I think thunderstorms bring in a certain kind of energy about right. things. Or um, like uh, significant days of the year. I work at a forensic hospital. The one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is that's the place I work at, and oh, uh, it's like people I always ask, like, do you guys do lots of stuff for holidays? And it's like, well, we kind of try and make it like, if we do a craft group, we do a craft group, but we coincidentally have pink and purple stuff if it's Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, but we don't really advertise it if that's what it's for because usually when it comes to trauma, holidays aren't the best, you know. Right. You maybe something happened to you with a family member or you haven't seen your family. So I always wonder like if significant day, like Christmas, for example, could be, uh, we don't really like Christmas, but that's a lot of people's favorite. But first on the other hand, it's a lot of people's worst time of the year. So if a spirit, you know, had something happen to them or if that's when they passed or whatever, maybe there might be a little more Riley around that time. Yeah. So it would be like investigating on like Halloween or something like that because it's a specific day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you notice that you get more stuff on a specific specific day or is it something where you'd have to like you investigate a day before and the day after to really judge if you're getting more on a certain day or not? I think Halloween, our place was popping on Halloween. I have a video that shows a REM pod that was behind me when I was doing my readings on TikTok Live. And Edward, our spirit in here, he was showing the off. He was grabbing the whole entire antenna. I was like, dude, you're showing off today. And it was during Halloween. So definitely believe that Halloween, Christmas, birthdays, because spirits are still around and they're still, even though they're, they're, they're past, they're still there to celebrate things with their families and things like that. And I think they know when a holiday is happening and I think they're around a lot more during the holidays. Do you think um, the energy people give off during holidays, because there's a lot of happiness at Christmas time, but there's also a lot of sadness, but it's still energy that people are giving off co- compared to, mm-hmm. I don't know, beginning of January when nothing's going on. Do you think that people, the spirits, would feed off of that and be able to manifest easier during the holidays or certain oh, times of year? Oh, for sure. Well, it's like the same with um, like church. Even if you, I'm not a churchgoer, but there's a definite vibe being around people, that many people that are into the same thing. You know, if you go to a church and everybody's singing and everybody's happy, it's like if you're drinking coffee. I remember I went to church with some friends. They were doing a the Ecclesiastes, and I was like, I want to hear this. And also the person um, presenting the – I don't know the difference between a pe- preacher and a pastor. The guy talking, um, I'd listen to him read me pamphlets. This guy just had the voice. He, you know, he's a, he's a speaker. And so I went and I remember thinking like, man, this is like some good coffee. Like I was like getting hot, like a little high off of it. 
And then I just got to thinking about it. And it's like, man, when you're around a bunch of people that are really pumped on something, it definitely carries into you. I mean, if you go to like a soccer game or something, even if you don't know what's going on, you can still get really pumped because everybody else is really pumped, you know. And on the flip side, we've all seen like riots and things like that. It doesn't take, you know, Mm -hmm. to get a handful of people doing something else. And then all of a sudden you're mad and you want to kick something or whatever. So. It's feeding off of the energy, no matter if it's bad or good. Yeah. And that kind of goes into the egregore effect, too. So. What's the egregore effect? Oh, (laughs) I thought you guys would have known. It's paranormal. Um, Mm -hmm. So the egregore. So let's say the Sally house, for instance. We all know the Sally house. It's very famous. And it's known for a girl that uh, died during surgery. And that's why she haunts the house and all that stuff. She's not particular to men because the doctor was a man, all that stuff, yada, yada. Well, let's just say the Sally house didn't have that history. Okay, let's just take all that history out. And let's say all of us paranormal investigators, all all five of us here wanted to go to the Sally house. Let's say, uh, Ryan, you go first, the Sally house. And there is this, you know, story about this girl named Sally who likes to play with a red ball on the second floor. Um, but there's no really history tying Sally to it. They're just saying it's just what they've always gotten. So Ryan goes and he goes upstairs to the second floor and he's like, Sally, come touch the REM pod. Sally, come talk to me. I brought a red ball for you. You really like this. So, okay. So maybe he gets a little something. And then CR goes to the Sally house and he hears the same story. And then he goes to the second floor and he's like, hi, Sally, I brought the red ball for you. And all of a sudden he does that. And then Rhonda goes and then we go. So if enough people go to one place at one time and create this energy of this Sally with the red ball who's on the second floor. If enough people believe and go, we can create an actual entity, an actual haunting, an actual presence in that house that might have never actually existed. We've just all created it because enough of our energies will create and manifest something into reality. So you, I didn't realize that's what that was called. I'd always kind of thought of that. What did Brian can't he called it collective conscious? And we did a an experiment when he was there and he was like, everybody close your eyes. And I want everybody to think of the word bacon. Just think it. Think bacon, 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 bacon for like a minute. And then the first thing that came through on an EVP was bacon. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think a lot of hauntings are interesting because it's like how many of us paranormal investigators created that haunting or how much of it is true, which is why the history is so important when it comes to investigating. Right. That's that's, that's definitely true. I mean, I, I have people come out to the cabin every time they come out to the cabin. They say they feel fine inside the cabin, but when they go into the brick rancher without me even saying anything about it, they they get a feeling it's and it's and it's just they feel like overwhelmed. They feel sad. They feel just completely different than when they were in the law cabin. Two different houses, same property, but one house just overwhelms them. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's hard not to know the history of it, but still, it's like. Right having that feeling that wasn't there when you're walking across the yard to it and then getting just becoming overwhelmed. And every time, every single time we go in there, people say the same thing that it's, it's just completely different. Do you, think it, has, do you think it has something to do with um, having a preconceived notion of a place or versus going to a place cold? I think so. Yeah. We always, um, we have like, we do a little, I do usually like a deep dive on the history. And then depending on how we go about it, sometimes I won't tell her anything. Like uh-huh. we did um, when we went this time last year, we went to the Delaney house and there's a huge story out of that. Um, 
we did two. It ended up being two episodes because it was that wild. We stayed there for a whole weekend. But um, I did this deep dive on the history. I talked to the lady that owns the house. It's all verified. But some stuff happened there. Some people died. There's still bullet holes in the house. You see mm-hmm. bullet holes when you're walking in. And the that led to the first two people that were hung in our town, Salem, the capital here, were the people that did that. So it was pretty massive considering it was the late 1800s. And um, we sometimes go into a place with, uh, let's just see what's going on. But sometimes we're kind of like trying to prod at like the Sally or the thing that Ryan's like, you got to check out this thing. And then we might just ask. Mm-hmm. Then also just being open and instead of just saying one name, one name, one name, is there anybody here? Because mm-hmm. I also believe there's the egregore thing. And then we've noticed it where it almost seems like, somebody's pretending to be mm-hmm. what we want it to be you yeah. know there's uh-huh. a spirit there maybe it's hank maybe hank was a uh, 20 years old and his family owned a farm on that property way before sally happened and hank's there and everybody mm-hmm. wants a little girl and they move this ball and then hank's like i want to hang out moves the ball holy crap it's freaking sally and it's yeah. like you know if he wants you you got he they kind of lie to kick it you know and then mm-hmm. they start doing what you want Instead of, you know, if you open it up, like, who is this? Do you have a name? And then you maybe get a name and meet them more genuinely than just opening up the door and saying, you know, we drove a thousand miles and we paid 400 bucks and damn it, we're going to meet Sally. And Sally's not home or Sally didn't exist. You know, then if there's another. We don't don't know for sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Imagine going to Waverly Hill Sanatorium, Ohio State Reformatory, the Sally House, Lizzie Borden House, with no history or no preconceived notion about what that house is. And you're just going in there. Does Is it going to be scary at that point? Well, maybe Waverly Hills would be because it's already kind of creepy. But like when you put those those stories in mm-hmm. your head, it already becomes that much scarier and then all of a sudden your energy is out there and energy picks up on energy so you're scared so scared energy is going to come back and it's like imagine how many of us will just go in the lizzie borden house and just sleep the night not even think twice you know because we don't know the story so i think there's a lot about the preconceived notion of going in and knowing the history and it just makes it that much scarier which might make even worse or maybe we're making things up in our head or maybe the tap that we heard is just the house settling you know and Mm -hmm. yeah but then on so the flip, fear. we have to have something to jump off of. Otherwise, yeah. what are we doing? I mean, you know, Ryan, you have a place that you can frequent all the time. You know, you don't have to get on a list and do emails and all this stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, you go to a place like the we went to the McAteer Villa. We just went in there wide open. but We knew we were going to get the shit scared out of us and that it was going to be wild. But at the same time, we we always say, like, just us traveling and us doing this together is rad it's already a win Mm -hmm. even if it's so boring that we don't even we have stuff that we don't even post because it's like we spent seven hours and it's like we had fun but who's gonna watch that but you go and open and sometimes it's like way better than you could ever imagine and i don't want to jinx us i just did by saying it but we've recently done um we did an odd fellows hall that was part of the theater that was cool we just waltzed in and holy crap and then we also did um a masonic lodge that had never been investigated before and we were thinking like oh man i don't know how this is gonna go because it's never been investigated before 
and we had one of the Masons with us and he's very open to all forms of thought. And if he wasn't there, we still had a great time and got a lot of awesome stuff. But if he wasn't there, we wouldn't have understood how much stuff we actually got because it was saying, it said the lodge number. It said a bunch of stuff about the degrees of Masons. Masons. It was talking about being a Mason. It kept saying, I support. Like we would ask something and it would say, I support. And we're like, why is it saying that? And he's like, when we vote, if it's a verbal vote, I support. It's not yes, it's not sure, it's I support. And I'm like, I never would have thought of that. I thought it was just a Mm -hmm. real thing. Mm -hmm. And so there was some stuff where he's like, what did that thing just say? And I told him, he's like, that's the lodge thing. And he like points to this or it says somebody's last name or whatever. And he like took us to the spot. So that was like, we need to get it together and get it on the internet. But Mm -hmm. um, that was a pretty good example of, we just walked in because it's a Masonic lodge had never been, investigated before let's see what happens and it was pretty wild and so i have a go ahead ryan no i'll say they're very spiritual in in this nature just the in the the strength of the brotherhood for so many years Mm -hmm. and it's it's again manifestation just what do you you're what you got cr so i had a question um so i I, I found your YouTube channel today and I've been show holing for about half a day. And um, Thank you. Crystal, what was it? Uh, Cathedral Park. I have so many questions. Yeah. This is nasty. So, <laughs> Cathedral <laughs> Park. Um, so where is it? Portland. It's, it's like um, Portland. Um, they call it like the St. John's area. It's in okay. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Basically is where it's at. Like North west portland um there's a billion bridges in portland they call it bridge city um Mm -hmm. uh, that's one where it's like that bridge in that area just is like kind of iconic when you drive over it it's almost like you're in lord of the rings it's very like knights and dungeons and dragonsy and it's always foggy and the park is beautiful and it's huge and then Mm -hmm. i don't know how far you got into it but we got some really nasty stuff and that's so, that we put on there because there was so much stuff she's editing and she's like, I can't even bleep that out and have it be on there. Right. That's disgusting, you know? So what, what did you guys go into that knowing the history and knowing that something had gone on there or did you go in cold on that? We knew a little bit about, there were some people that were taken and possibly put on boats and like sold uh, you know, so we don't know if it was sold for um, SA stuff. We don't know if it was for child predator things. Um, I'm being very careful with my words because we're still on mm-hmm. social media. Um, we don't know if it was just for selling in general. Um, we just knew some bad things had happened um, there. We just didn't know to what extent. Now, our <laughs> freaking Estes session let us know quite a bit. And it got to the point to where we were we were done. I was sick to my stomach. I was pretty angry. And you know, if you guys want to see what we're talking about, you're going to have to go to YouTube and watch it because there's a lot of stuff we can't even say on here. So yes, yeah, so you, so you had questions. So I'm that's the one, that's one too. Like um, at work or when a, a friend is um, one of my good friends uh, has a daughter, she's 18 now, but he's like, Hey, we were watching some of your episodes. I was like, if I was you, I'd skip 
the cathedral park. I one. almost didn't post it. I said I would skip that, and he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "It's you know how you tell me that it's awkward to watch certain movies with your daughter, like that." Besides us walking and a train going by, that's basically the entire episode. It's just gross. And the episode has massive disclaimers ahead too that warn people. Right. So. We had some stuff like that um, come up. Uh, it was Goatman's Bridge, mm-hmm. and we cut a bunch of stuff out because, like mm-hmm. the um, the spirit box was saying things that were severely racist. Mm-hmm. There's no way, like. We don't we don't condone that. This, and like, yeah, yeah, like the sentence, the sentence with those words in it, one, it was a very, very harmful things to say to people. And it wasn't really we could tell they weren't really coming at us. Mm-hmm. But just like if even if you bleep it out, it's like that's still really messed up. Yeah. Like we can't right. it'd be one thing if they were like, You are this. And I would be like, Oh, really? You know? But it was like just lots of stuff like that and then you think about how much of what you're hearing on a spirit box and an SS session is the radio sure we we can we can tell by the tone of it if it's like a, a commercial but when you hear nasty nasty words that you don't hear what radio. am radio station is that on no. and then also when it's a full sentence that's just like Oh man, that's bad. Yeah. So it's like we just like whole chunks was like nope, no, yeah, no. It's bad. No. Yeah, Luna, I was watching when you were doing the Estes method and the, and there was one at at Cathedral Park where you stopped and you were like I don't know how that came across cuz that was a long sentence. It was yeah, I I almost stopped quite a few times in the Estes session and it was just I felt disgusted. I felt gross. I can't even believe that I was like, even I didn't even want to say the stuff that was coming out, but I realized being an investigator, you have to say what you hear. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. I felt, I was angry. I wanted to fight this spirit. Like I wanted to be like, I, you know, but it's just, I had to, it was so uncomfortable. There were things that I even heard that I didn't even say because Mm -hmm. it was just so disgusting. It was just goes to show you don't know what you're going to get when you go investigate places like the other uh, last year we're investigating investigating the cabin we did a spirit box session and uh not the cabin it was the brick rancher we did a spirit box session and and a voice came through clear stay saying my n-word just out you know yeah. and you but that's I real that's real stuff that's that's they don't they're giving you they're not going to censor themselves oh, when they come yeah. out when they come through Oh, back in the the early 1200, 1300, 14, like that was okay and mm-hmm. should never have been okay. And it still isn't. So to hear that that's how people spoke to each other back then breaks my heart and can only imagine how the treatment was past that, the physical and spiritual treatment. And to hear that. And so we realized, like what you're saying, Ryan, that that is legit them. That's how they spoke. That was okay to do those things. And it just, it's heart wrenching, and it, I couldn't imagine living in a time where that is okay. You know, no, I know it's it's, uh, it's really sad. Well, and no. and even even to hear, you know, African American people use that term in amongst themselves that that bugs yeah. me. Yeah, right. And but it's their thing, you know. Like they, yeah. it's their thing, and like for. Yeah. For us, it's like it's not for us, and we are 
you know, for the rest of our lives, or I know for the rest of my life, you know, I kind of am marked because of stuff that people I've never even met before did before me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's one thing if it's in a song, you know, or if it's on a movie or if it's at the end of a joke and you hear it and it's part of the entertainment or whatever. But, you know, when you hear something like that and it's like what you heard, if you heard it with the inflection, like it was a greeting still, Mm -hmm. maybe we won't put that on the internet. And then also if you heard it like mine, definitely the internet you know <laughs> it's like you feel bad for sharing it because you almost feel like you're promoting that word yeah you know you're the one you're the one who said it and you're saying yeah. but look this is what it said and mm-hmm. you know i haven't i've shared it with people i share it with friends yeah. um but i wouldn't put it like on a facebook live or yeah. you know or real or something like that that's just something that you if people want to hear it that's fine um but again, it's Virginia, you yeah. know, so, you know, back then it was probably said a lot. That was yeah. true to their history. And it's yeah. sad. And there's just some words I wish just didn't exist or was never invented. And, but the thing is, is we can't, you know, it's part of history. It's crazy right. how powerful a word can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A sound coming out of your mouth can have that much power to make people just either feel dirty or feel sadness, feel happiness. Yeah. Not for that word, but you know. Right. Words are magic. I tell people that all the time. Words are magic. Mm. They are. They really are. This and it's just, it's so like just basic sounds coming out of your mouth, but can they can affect you so many people in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhonda is being quiet. So I'm gonna get her to ask. <laughs> Come on, Rhonda. She's super excited to be talking to you What's guys. Your least favorite word, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's one of the big challenges of when you're 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 recording and you're putting things out on YouTube. One of the questions I just had, and I was watching your videos, and I mean, I know you probably started investigating before you decided, hey, I want to put all of this out on YouTube. What are some of the challenges that you've run across now since you started putting your content out on YouTube? Uh, um, we don't post every week. We don't. <laughs> there's like a formula that you're. So are you talking about the challenges of the of the YouTube platform itself or just in general in the paranormal? Both, kind of both, mostly like just in the paranormal or like, how has it changed? Like, what are your frustrations with putting your content out there? Like what kind of backlash maybe have you gotten for putting your content out there? That kind of thing. We're too long winded. Yeah. So we have a thing, we have a thing where it's pretty apparent, especially once you're doing it, you guys, even if you've never edited a video and you've maybe been to one or two paranormal investigations in your life, you can watch a video, it's 40 minutes, and every second is just like this. Every EVP, they're saying this, and everything is just bam, bam, bam. Every episode, once a week, smash the like button. You know that you're going to get this. You're getting the music. Somebody's flying across the room, and it's just like this. It's like a horror movie every time, you know? And then, sure, that's great. Um, how long were you really there? 
um, where you're there for three days, and then that's like the highlights. If it's it's for entertainment, right? We like. I'm the guy that when we're watching a movie, I'm the guy that notices if the guy has a five o'clock shadow in one scene, then not in the next, <laughs> or if the car wasn't there and then it's there and it's not back. And the first thing that I think is, is that real? When I see lots of stuff, I'm lots of things come across. I'm like, oh. and so for example, if we do like an EVP when we were at, yeah, when we were at the Macateer Villa, we were getting screaming like screaming longer than I could imagine somebody screaming for like, how big are your lungs? And also how are you screaming? How is it that I hear it? Never mind if spirits have lungs or not, but it's just screaming. And we made it a thing where we would film asking the question, do the whole thing, play it back in the same on shot. A, on right? a voice recorder. He on a voice recorder. Um, in the same shot. It would have been a smoother video if we would have cut right to this. But then my thing is, if you're cutting, who's to say I'm not doing that, you know? So right. be as open as possible with stuff. And that makes our episodes a little bit longer. Um, the editing has to happen, though. So I know where he's coming yeah. from. It's like unfortunate because unfortunately you're not gonna show the whole two and a half hours you're sitting in there it's just never gonna happen so i don't really think that that's too much of an issue that we have but i do think because our videos are so long-winded people don't want to watch them and it's because we want to be as transparent as possible and make sure that we show that whole 15 minutes of that recorder doing what it's supposed to but we realize that that's just not it's just it's nobody wants to watch it Okay. Um, I also, you know, we're trying to keep up with the demons crawled up my ass, uh, creators. Um, you mm. know, we're trying to keep up with people who are faking things. Um, you know, and I always say this all the time, everybody wants to watch the fake stuff, but when you show the real stuff, they'll call you fake. So yeah. that's where it's really hard. I'm not going to call any particular creators at all whatsoever they have a platform they're very successful and i'm i'm happy for them but for us um i just have a hard time i just can't keep up with all the demon stuff i just can't and it's so hard unless it's in your title unless it's like something evil's happening nobody wants to watch it nobody cares about the history unless it's something crazy um I found it very hard with editing for myself because I'm the editor of our videos that, um, you know, you have to capture somebody within the first 30 seconds. Um, and that's very hard to do. If you don't capture somebody within the first 30 seconds, nobody's going to watch your video. And so I have, I have found it very difficult to know exactly what people want to see. And then when I watch other very big creators, I'm like, okay, they want to see, screaming and crying and yelling and throwing up and tripping and being scratched within the first 30 seconds to keep people's attention. So I think that there's this, you either get on the bandwagon and you do what everybody else is doing and be very successful, or you continue to tell the truth and you fall behind. Um, YouTube as a platform is awful. Um, I don't like it. I wish they would change their rules. I think 4,000 watch hours is so horrible to even be monetized. I think if you're wanting to put mm -hmm. in the time and the effort um, to have ads and things like that, you should be willing to. We have yet to reach our 4,000 watch hours every year. Um, it starts over with each video. So if you, I've reached 2,500, wow. I've reached 2,500 watch hours and one video has 
uh, 500, it'll take away the 500 watch hours and go down to 2000. It'll do that with every video until you get to the 4000. I think that's extremely unfair considering we worked our asses off for that and to give us a year time frame because we aren't famous. Uh, we haven't had anybody famous in our videos, which is also another thing too, collabing and all that stuff. Um, there's like this pressure to need to collab with people. Not that we don't want to, but it's like, it just almost feels like, are you collabing with these people to use them? And I don't want to do, I don't want to come off that way. And we found that a lot with ourselves too, that we have to, we keep our circle so small. And so I will say that we have cut back significantly on our videos because it, YouTube isn't giving us what we're looking for. So because of that, we're looking at different outlets, which is a whole nother topic. And, um, you know, I've kind of taken a hiatus from editing and we're going to focus on a different aspect of it. We haven't, I mean, I guess we can tell them what we're focusing on now, but, um, we still want to be in the paranormal, but we just feel like the paranormal is so saturated now and it's not being told the way that it should by a lot of creators. And I think we could all agree that I think it's went down a, a rabbit hole of craziness demons that we're going to start focusing more on my abilities and helping other people. Um, So we're going to be doing more true crime mixed in um, with some paranormal as well. So we're going to kind of go down those lines a little bit more. Um, It's just oversaturated on that platform and it's not going to go anywhere unless we fake it or... A lot of people too, they say you're never going to, unless something crazy happens you know you you get the right time in the right place and all that a lot of people say like until you have 50 or 100 videos don't sweat it and it's like we don't do this every day mm-hmm. we're not just putting it out it's like with instagram you know you have to you have to post <laughs> uh is it what are the, i don't know the what was that I, 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 I think it sees your hand movements it thinks you're doing it but then it's not doing that it. Weird. It's weird. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm trying to recreate it. But basically, if you want to get all the hearts on all your pictures on Instagram, you have to post this many times a week. You have to post at this time. You have to make a reel. It has to have a popular song. And that's just to, to be popular yeah. in a platform. It's so <laughs> almost robotic. You know, you got to do all these different steps. And the age of TikTok, everything is so like, you've got to, like you said, you've got to get, get their attention in the first 30 seconds or they're going to move on. Yeah. And 30 yeah. seconds is long for a lot of things on TikTok. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like, we're not going to be posting five times a week and we're not making like short videos like we do the best investigation that we can. We're not doing it for YouTube, but we take what we do and then we make it for YouTube. So yeah. like we just have, we have fun with it. And it's like, honestly, it would be a little bit easier not carrying around a camera and talking in third person and all that, but we document it. And it's kind of more of like a scrapbook, you know, like there's stuff that I forget about I've only been <laughs> for a year. And there's stuff I forget about somebody, like you said, cathedral park. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, the gross one, you know, I hadn't thought about that in like six months and that's only been a year. I can't imagine people that have been doing this five years and they got 500 videos and they're all an episode, you know? So ours is like kind of the slow burn, like maybe in another year when we have, if we have 25 now, if we have 40, then who knows? Yeah. But, but it's, um, 
yeah it is what it is and it's i have some ideas like i was joking around about making a spoof we've been way into x files lately and i was like we should do like an x files theme thing and i kind of came up with this idea that's like mocking social media and youtube in a 90s vibe using x files and inside jokes and things like that and the big thing is fun. that's different you it's it's hard like you said it's saturated every there's a ton of people out there with their iPhones filming their investigations and it's kind of it's kind of the same thing over it's always just yeah well and then you get people oh, my gosh. oh yeah. you're you're a big time youtuber how much do you make and it's like actually i've spent 10 grand in the last year on it and haven't seen this back so tell me why <laughs> i'm gonna you know? sit and edit a video that's gonna take me nine hours for mm -hmm. only 300 people to see and not give me any money in return like come on y'all like it's not about money but eventually it has to be because that is so mm -hmm. much that's a whole work day of somebody being like guess what you don't get paid in only 300 and let trust me 300 people is a lot and i'm so grateful for them but it's like thank you, you don't get paid for that so thank you guys but it's just yeah. like if you put in that perspective and, and like all the editing and everything it's it's obnoxious which is why i don't push out so many videos because it is so grueling to do. And, uh, you know, I will continue to push them out for you guys. Don't get me wrong. We're still going to do it. But yeah. um, yeah. the whole true crime stuff isn't going to really be posted on YouTube at all. Um, and at least not yet. This is more going to be a future. We already have the trailer and everything, but we're going to be pushing for something a little bit bigger um, than YouTube that we just can't talk about right now. But you guys can use your own imagination yeah. to get where we're going. Someplace with this. else that you would watch Some something. Someplace else that you would watch things and no, not Paraflix. So, um, you know, there's. That was in my head too. So you, you read my mind there. It's like. Not Paraflix. Hell no. Um, anyway, so it would be bigger than that. Mm bigger but yeah so we're trying to really get to that point and we really want to push the true crime instead of the paranormal um really more because of it i mean if you guys just go on tiktok and you see all these accounts i mean when i started pre-covid it was like barely any paranormal now it's like everyone and their mother has a paranormal account and it's like guys you have to get me this many freaking gifts and I'll open that door and tell you what's in it. And now it's all becoming about the gifts and paying the money to open up a door in the paranormal. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what is going on with this field? Like now you're turning it even worse than what it was. And it's like, I, I can't even keep up with it. It's that's why people don't take it serious. Don't okay, take it seriously. I guess that's why so many people are going like, especially investigators I'm seeing going to like Patreon accounts and things like that. Yeah, uh -huh. I don't even understand Patreon. I wish I did. I don't get it. Like I like I go on the it. platform and I'm like, I know it's like people have to pay for certain tiers of subscriptions to get certain things, but I'm like, how does the paranormal even do that? Like, what are they giving in return? You know, yeah. it's so weird. It's I don't know. It's uh, we still have fun with it, and we're mm -hmm. still. I mean, we're still gonna it do it anyways. You know, it sound I make it sound like we're not appreciative right now, but you did ask a question, and we yeah. want to with you about the youtube and the platform and what's tough about it and it's it's the other people that make it tough but i want to say the people that are successful good for you because you found it you did it you're continuing to do it i know that some of these bigger people that we are friends with like twin paranormal um omar like all these people they, killing it. they're killing it and you know what they're real they're doing it the right way but there's other ones that just 
aren't, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to take away from all these creators. But the thing is, is we're not sour because we're not big creators. That's not what we're pushing for. We don't want to be better than everybody else. We just want to have fun and we want to be able to do this for a living and we want it to pay for itself so we, we can travel and give mm -hmm. more content. And it just doesn't make sense, you know, and see, I love true crime. And the thing is, is like, I feel like that we can just take wait. my abilities and help people that might yeah. need answers. And so I figure that I would rather go down that route because how many shows do you see? But there's also something else in the show we want to do that I'm not going to say because I don't want to put our ideas out there and no. have oh, yeah. be careful with that. You never know but, what people like. You know, think. the true crime and stuff. But yeah, so we're definitely going to. And it's the thing is, is it's more than true crime. It's like you guys, like when I say true crime, it's like that's all I can say, but it's not even true crime. Like it's just a whole nother crazy level. So that's awesome. I'm really excited about it too because it kind of broadens our horizons, but also I'm um, like, I'm thinking about just the, the planning the road trip. Um, I'd ask her like, Hey, if you had to choose this place or this place, she's like, Ooh, that place. And it mm -hmm. kind of going like this, but it took so many emails, phone calls. It went very smooth, but, and everybody, I, we didn't work with anybody that was hard to work with, mm -hmm. but getting a hold of somebody that owns a place how many people are coming with you? It's this much an hour or it's this much a day. You can come on this day. We're in a different state on that day. Sorry, we're full. You know, that's paranormal investigating at these places that are pretty well known. But true crime, like, I don't know if there's a window in any of your rooms, but you just look out it and there's true crime out there, you know? Right. And so thinking, like, you mean to tell me that, like, public land is fair game? <laughs> and, like, you know, I mean, sure. Crimes happen everywhere, but a lot of them happen in the woods. Yeah. A lot of them happen, you know, off the side of the freeway. Things That's like, what I'm roadside. <laughs> you mean to tell me that I can just find the mile marker and we can drive there whenever we want? Yeah. And then if we That's get home and the thing doesn't work, we can go take our asses right back and do it again. It doesn't cost thousands of dollars. Instead of paying like a grand, you know, or like we've never paid that much to stay at a place, yeah. but we've paid to stay at places and there's places that won't let us in if we don't have insurance on it and things like that. And yeah, it's liability. Not, yeah. And I can understand because it's always there because something else happened with somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. laws, and things like that. Enough people did the same thing that they're like, we got to stop this. Yeah. So it's like for us being two people, they're like, well, it's a grand for six hours. And it's like, Phew. The way yeah, we, the, find, the way, find 10 more people. No, the way we look at it, we had our show premiere in a theater. Okay. A yeah. freaking movie theater. All right. I feel like we did it. We made it. We did everything that we were so meant fun. to. I feel like that's a good marker to just, there is a few more paranormal episodes coming out that we've got one for Fort Stevens. We've got the Mason Lodge. Uh, do we have another one? No, I think those are the two. Those will still go up and we'll still continue to do little paranormal things. We might start working on the X-Files spoof and stuff instead and do that. But I feel like that is a good place. And I will say this, and I think we can publicly say this. I think that we're not going to push the paranormal as much anymore. That is like our marker to say we did it. We succeeded in the paranormal because we had our show premiere in a freaking movie theater like that is that is crazy our name was in lights you know so it's like now we're on you know yeah so, well that makes sense i mean you have to expand you can't stay stuck in the same rut and there's no. nothing wrong with forging your own path to find your niche yeah, I can turn to people. We we can both turn to them and say, "Listen, we succeed in the paranormal. We kicked its freaking 
ass. We had our movie premiere in a theater. We did a whole year of this. We traveled across the country. We did it now. We're moving on to something else that is considered in the paranormal and the true crime and even going into spoofs and stuff and have fun. We're just going to take it to the next level because I don't think there's just anything else we could do that somebody else already hasn't. You know, I feel like we've succeeded. And we love we love the mysterious. We love to be scared. We love to be curious. I have one. We love to film. What was that? What on earth? Somebody, there's not like it. Who's doing that? Wait, hold on. Let me just. How is that happening? How do you do that? Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. I feel like what's that? Facebook? What is that? The, wow. The, virtual reality that was cool i just that was that. actually really cool that was mad that the was only me. that had come up when you said we were in a movie theater boom I think I was for a second. whoever's doing that do that again i no. think i was just pissed for a second that was weird i don't know anyway yeah we're gonna keep at it but it's just gonna be a little different and yeah. i mean we're not going anywhere and you know what and she premonitions or thinking mm -hmm. ahead or whatever she stops. didn't she didn't take and say hey i'm gonna call my business this you know uh -huh. uh, paranormal nolan ramey and luna conley forward slash only ghosthunters.com it's finding unknown and guess what i'll be the first to admit there's a lot that i don't know yep <laughs> Almost yeah. every month, no. I did it put there. myself in a box. I never so. did from the get-go. And yeah. I that name and it's there. And so we'll continue to do finding it. But definitely we can talk about the X-Files. I think that will definitely be something we will do after the next two episodes of the paranormal. We will then make a statement. We'll make a video together, put it up on YouTube explaining how we feel we've succeeded in the, you know, they'll get a whole video on YouTube explaining that. And then we'll talk about, we're going to move on to like this. Uh, the, the true crime you guys might see on YouTube if something happens to not, you know, whatever. But for right now that we're just going to kind of put that in the backseat and work on that on the side as a secret. Um, but I think definitely the, the X-Files spoof and all that stuff will be a lot of fun because I want to take my editing to another level. I want to try to get like different camera angles and like, you know, really neat kind of stuff, like instead of just the documentary stuff. So I think we want to take our stuff to the next level, which would be kind of cool. Cool. We, have, we always have a Ouija board with us. We have like two. <laughs> we have one and in our. We have one case. right there. So, yeah. always. Well, heck, you might even enjoy the paranormal a little bit more if you're just stopping and doing it when you feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Or, or you see somewhere you want to go. Yeah. So if we have a subject, like if we're looking for, um, you go to a for you you're a paranormal investigator. You go to a place. You're looking for paranormal. If you go to a place with like not really much for expectations, but you start doing some stuff. Maybe you're out in a cabin, maybe instead of inside of this ranch brick ranch thing that you're talking about, stuff is happening outside. What's happening outside. Is that birds or is that a Yeti? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. You know, maybe there's lights in the sky. Maybe there's, you know, animals are acting in a certain way. Maybe you find out that, you know, somebody, buried some people there or whatever and it's kind of like going to the store when you don't need anything you know versus being really specific about it so mm -hmm. so that's yeah, so the one thing about going out to going to the cabin we have again we have the two houses but we also have the woods behind the house 
So like you said, there is stuff. If it's not something happening in the houses, there's usually something happening in the woods behind the houses. And people have we had, um, a medium come out there uh, last weekend saying that she thinks there might be some bodies buried out there. It might have been a serial killer. <laughs> there is. There is. is. Yep. Well, like, I, so, so, you know, you talk about true crime, you know, come on out to Virginia. Yeah, we definitely. If if we can get the money for it, you know, like traveling yeah. these days, you guys have noticed, but it's expensive for us to go round trip from an international airport in hippie central is like freaking twelve hundred dollars for each one of us round trip. It's crazy. It's really cheap to fly here, but yeah. it's expensive to leave here. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I know somebody uh it was like quite a while ago, but I remember somebody from Australia flew to Portland just for a concert. I was like, buddy, how'd you do that? And he was like, oh, it was only this much. And then I looked to see how much it would be to go to that airport in Australia. And it was like five times more. <laughs> it's like, they're like, yeah, you can go there. Why don't you just stay there? <laughs> you know, come for an IPA and then stay here. Right. <laughs> exactly. Complain about the rain. It's ridiculous how expensive it is to do anything these days. Yeah. Well, the double double decker tacos back at Taco Bell, so we, for five dollars. So, well, there you go. There's three. It's like the thing with gas, like around here. I don't know if it happens everywhere in in the United States. We actually got gas for two ninety nine in Texas, and I wanted to move there that day. Um, <laughs> oh my guess two ninety nine is two ninety nine here, actually. But only so reason it's down. Right down. So it won't last long. It'll be our own now, but we don't have to. Yeah, there's still people there. So I like to pump my own now because it's fun. I might not do it if it is raining, <laughs> but um, they have certain lanes and you go to that lane and that's where you can pu- pump your own. And then people go to that lane because it's open and then they just sit there and then they get a lesson from the attendant on how to do it. And then they leave their gas cap up on top of the thing. So when you go, there's like five gas caps up there because we're still getting used to it. But, um, I've forgotten about that. I had really, I yeah. worked with a guy for years and he told me about that. I was like, really? I didn't believe him for a long time. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I don't pump my own gas. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I used to go to a gas station with my mom and she would have the, the person would come out and pump her gas for, you know, I don't, they kind of get did away with that around here uh, a while ago. But yeah, that was a thing for a while, but. But the thing about gas is they take something away. They gave her vegan cheese for two weeks, like nacho cheese. It's dairy free. She can't do cheese. And then they're like, they took it away. And then is what they're going to do probably is in like a month or two, it's going to be back, but it's going to be seven bucks. (laughs) So they have the double decker taco. And then, um, Somebody's like, I heard the double decker tacos coming back. It's like they have all the stuff right there. It's just a different shape. Yeah, it's just a different shape. And I think like I can't remember how much it used to be, but like now they're dollar. now they're like three fifty. Yeah. So it's like gas, like gas here, like in the summertime. Anytime you need to go anywhere, Memorial Day weekend, or anytime you need to drive two hundred miles, gas goes up a dollar fifty more, and then they drop it seventy five cents, and you're like, oh, gas is cheaper. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, more than it was, but mm-hmm. it's cheaper now than it was yesterday. So yeah, you get used to it. You you go from like a dollar ninety nine to like two thirty, and then you go up to three dollars. It goes back down to three two thirty again. You're like, oh my god, gas is so cheap now. It's really not. 
when you know I was growing up, I had gas was like a dollar seventy nine, a dollar ninety. Shoot, going over two dollars was like, like oh my god, this place is going to hell. Yeah, two dollars, like oh my god, is this the best? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna travel over the country because gas isn't so damn expensive. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. We have so yeah. many places we could go and make another thirty videos, but it's gonna cost us. And I'm not rich, so it's like we got to just put the paranormal to the side for right now until those opportunities present itself. In the springtime, we do have an amazing opportunity that has presented itself that's going to happen, which we're really excited about, which will be paranormal. So you guys are going to freak out when you guys realize it's uh, it's something I'm nervous about. Yeah, I don't don't get nervous. And this is something where it's like that's exciting, though. Yeah, Yeah. a different feeling when you go out to a place. Like that. It would be really cool though when 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 people are like, "Did you guys hear that Luna and Nolan are gonna do a paranormal investigation over here?" And they're gonna be like, "They're doing paranormal again." You know, it's just like people are gonna get yeah. excited and maybe want to yeah. watch. It's not gonna be like you know, not that they're gonna hate our other content, but we're bringing fun paranormal content in a different way through his brain, which is awesome. And uh, then we're doing the other thing on the side, so keep your fingers crossed for us. And the uh, joke too is, um, you see people using clickbait, you know. And there's like, you know, there's always a demon, right? So we we do this thing where if you read our title, it's not lying. You know, people like the night that I almost got killed by seven demons and a banshee. And it's like, no, you didn't. I watched the whole thing. That didn't happen. So, but it's like, get you there. And then you watch the whole thing and it's cool. And we did a thing where like somebody actually commented on the title how did the ghost go home with you because we did a tattoo shop and it's like she said like the night that a ghost came home with me and it's true because we both got ghost tattoos (laughs) we didn't lie yeah and also not saying it's open to everybody but if you stayed here for five hours, you would agree that stuff comes home with us yeah. because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. here. Be- it wasn't here before she moved in. So like we try and like make it so that we're not fibbing. It's just a twisting of things. And yeah. I see people do um, interpretation. Like I've seen somebody do um, quitting YouTube, and you're like, "No, you can't." I watch you. Yeah, yeah. And then they do a video about you know, guys. A lot of people are quitting YouTube. Okay. And then you just have to post yeah, that sad face. face on their very serious in their in their thumbnail, and you're like, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" And you know, since I'm monetized and I make a lot of money, I'm not leaving. But a lot of people do, and then you're like, "Oh, you oh wait," and then you stay because you know you're like, "Oh, you're more relieved that they're not quitting because you love them doing it." But I was thinking, like, man, it's like the sunny the song "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits. You know, they're making fun of being mainstream and then that's your yeah. big song and it's yeah. like their most simple song if you've ever listened to an album or if you ever played an instrument and you find out that guy sings and plays guitar like that at the same time and then money for nothing is like the easiest any little kid can learn that song in three minutes and they're making and also the lyrics of that song they're just basically making fun of everybody that's selling out and i'm gonna all i gotta do is get on mtv and then i can quit my job and then that's their song that blows them up. So I kind of was thinking about like, well, I hope I kind of hope that if we do like a spoof thing and it's kind of like our, Hey, we're going to take a break from this. 
that that's not the one that like we wake up somebody <laughs> like, forty thousand yeah that like one video it's, it's like I hope it is. What are you talking about? I hope any of that does happen. <laughs> Watch that be the one. Like, yeah, be, out of all the things we tried so hard on, that's yeah. the one that gets. I know. And it'll turn out that'll that, be like, just the beginning. Yeah. The way the moon was aligned with Saturn, with Amazon Prime, and everybody just happened to be there when our thumbnail came up, and yeah, I don't know. When people I want something different, when that. That uh, when we're not being serious, we're gonna put a, if we do it, we're putting a lot of work into it. And but it's like it's just gonna be fun. And so maybe that, if that's the one, then it's like, well, okay, here's the thing. Cause some people call the shots, like the twins, they have this awesome thing. They have like a very do you ever do you guys watch them? Twin paranormal? I've seen some of their videos, yeah. Uh-uh. They have this cult following and it's amazing, and mm-hmm. they'll They'll get some crazy stuff. One of them will step on a nail. All this stuff happens and they're like freaking out and they got to leave. You know, stuff's flying and it's like hook, line and sinker. This is ridiculous. I can't believe it. And then they're like, guys, we're not going to come back here unless this video gets this many likes. And they say like, oh, yeah. And, and then next thing you forget about it. And then like three months later, they're like, all right, dummy or not dummies, but bullies. You got that video up to 80,000 likes and we came back here again and we said that we were going to do this and that he was going to go and there by himself for 10 hours. So thanks a lot. And then they do it. And it's yeah. like, dude, that's I I get 80,000 likes on the video. Shoot. I was there for like 10. Yeah. You know? I have a she has some stuff that's hit like commas of like more than like a thousand, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, it's just wild to think like, I don't know that that many people watch you do something. Um, when it's we were at the, there was like between 80 and 95 people there and that we, was weird we expected like 15 of our five. really good friends we expected five like her sister my niece that's two because <laughs> <laughs> the owner the owner says you have to play it in the theater before you put it on your youtube that's my only deal and we're like okay and then the more we thought about it, it was like holy crap now we're going to be on a we judge ourselves watching a, us on uh, on a, a laptop screen being 20 feet taller or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, man, I hate my voice. And my editing, I was like, oh, no, yeah, oh, no. St- not having um, a gimbal makes a big difference on a computer versus a big screen. Mm-hmm. But having people there and like people sitting, we sat like everybody sat pretty kind of near each other and hearing people laugh at the same stuff. And I'm laughing too because I forgot what I said from a couple <laughs> months ago. And then like looking and seeing people like doing this, you know, when it's getting creepy. And it was like, that was weird. But I couldn't imagine like seeing like a million views on something. It's like, are you serious? Like this thing that I did was watched that many times. Like, holy mm-hmm. jeez. It's um, like you said, it, it it's one of those things where it's like, you put a lot of work into something and you do the same thing uh, people, other people are doing. You're doing the exact same things, but it's just, I don't know, right place, right time type of thing. If it's, if it's just timing or like you said, if you don't have the right person or if you don't, or if you don't go to the right location, it's like, you really got to hit your nail on the head to, to get to where you want to be. Hey, Jules. Um, Jules is awesome. 
she's a paranormal investigator too. Oh, well, welcome. Did, uh, did you, if you see our slaughterhouse episode in Arkansas, that's her totally jewels okay. live like this with some other friends. And she was up talking on live with some people as like a collective of friends. Know. Anyway. And we're going from this state to that state, unless I know anybody around there. And Jules pops up, hey, I can get you into a slaughterhouse in Arkansas. She's so cool. What days do you need? And then sure enough, we go there. And it was one of the gnarliest ones we did on yeah. the whole trip. Amazing. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I think it's... You know, you hate, I hate to see you go. It's a shame that people have said things like it's too long or whatever. Cause being a paranormal investigator, I enjoyed watching your videos and mm -hmm. I didn't care that they were long because I was able to see things that like I would have never thought of doing something that way or the other. Like even little things, like I forget which one, but you had like kind of made your own divination tools. I remember one was like a piece of paper and a pencil and you just like, I was like, I never thought of doing that. So it's, it's kind of a shame that, you know, it's so picky, but. I don't doubt that anything you guys do will be more, more fun to come. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks. We're not, we're not leaving the paranormal. We just realized that we have achieved what we wanted to, you know, we've hit that point to where we can take a step back and start focusing on some other content that we think would be fun. And also on that side project that could really help us as well. So, you know, we're not going anywhere. We just, it's hard to compete with everybody else. It's just so saturated. So you know, um, trying to make it thing again. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see it when I did that and it was like fireworks? Yeah, yeah, yeah we could see it. It's, it's I thought, very I thought it was random. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, sometimes it's good to step away from things and, and get a, a different perspective. And like yeah. you said, you come, you walk away and for a little bit, and then when you come back, people are like, oh crap, Luna and Nola are back. And they've got a whole slew of new shows to show you. Another thing is um, it was a little bit different after we went on the road trip to be able to post, to be able to say like every three weeks or every two weeks at this time, we're going to post the video. But then once you get to the end of that, it's like, we don't just go places to like throw something together, you know? And, yeah. you know it's like, I think if we, start doing paranormal stuff again i like to call it wood shedding like you hole up for the winter and you work on your craft and then you unleash it so if we do um more paranormal stuff it'll probably be like a little bit of a hiatus and then maybe we'll take another trip and stack up like 10 videos or something like that so that way maybe if we did it every two weeks instead of every three who knows but yeah it's still we're, we're OGs. We're not going anywhere, but it's just like, we just have to take a moment and do something cooler that we think guys are going to find funny and it'll still be in the paranormal aspect. Just not what you guys see all the time everywhere. We're just, it's just hard to compete with everybody. We're here for it. So yeah, do you like, do you have a time frame for, I guess your big quiet project. There's maybe no timeline around just yet, but. Do you have any idea where some of this might be coming well, out? Or? It could take years. Um, we have we have been told it could take years. Um, uh, so we don't know. We're just as much in the 
the you know the dark as you guys are about this right now the episode hasn't been made yet we have the trailer it's already been made um we have some of the episode we've got things after this is my birthday week so next week after my birthday week i'm gonna really focus on getting that episode out um to get it to where it needs to go so and once it's in the other people's hands uh you know it could take years it could take weeks it could take whatever if it doesn't you guys will get it on youtube so that's just where we have to go and i can't talk too much about it because i want people to steal it and you know i don't want to like you know if anybody hates us and they're just like oh yeah i heard that they're gonna do this so can you make sure it doesn't i just don't want that to happen you know it's just best sometimes to keep until something happens and uh go with it but yeah it could take years um and we're willing to put that time in to make it happen we want to put our energy into something we're going to see and YouTube just isn't it for that right now, but we'll put other things on YouTube. That'll be fun. Like the spoof and everything that we want yeah. to do. So. It's a respectful idea. I'm not making fun of it. No, 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 no. <clears throat> it's just, we've, when we, when we film our trailers and intros and stuff, it's the only time that we act, you know? And like, it's weird for me. It's weird for me even being on camera. I never even mm-hmm. expected to. I didn't ever want to, but it's not that I didn't want to. I don't hate it. But when we originally started doing this together, I just said, hey, I have a little bit of video experience, a little bit of editing experience. We're dating. Do you want company? I don't want (laughs) to. I'm looking for a cut. I'll hold, you know, some stuff and just be out of the way. And then she's like, try this. Try that. All my friends said you did really good try this. Look, look at all these people. Where's no one? Where's no one? And then it's like, crap, now I got to talk. And then she's like, no, you're going to leave this episode and like keeps doing it. So, <laughs> we could show them the trailer. But we, if you guys wanted to see the we trailer, like, we could we show like you. pose because we are like telling a story, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like my juices get going and on the way back from, it's about an hour from where we were when we, where we filmed that stuff. And on the way back, I was like, what if we did this? What if we did that? What if we did this? And she's like, you know what? If you write it and you tell me and you do all the camera angles and film the whole thing, I'll do anything that you say. Yeah. But that's all I'm gonna do. And yeah. I was like, and edit it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna give you guys a little spoiler right now. Editing is uh, the time suck and the soul suck of editing something <laughs> is one of the themes of the spoof that's mocking themes. Right. I could say that. So. Ooh, cool. The trailer, we can show you guys the trailer. That's not going to yeah. spoil anything. I just yeah. don't know how to pull it up on Mar RRM. Thank you, Jules. Or wow. how do I share it on my end? You know, I do not know. I think, um, do you have it on, do you have it on like YouTube or something or? I have it on my desktop right here. Oh. What about um, present? If I push the present button. Yeah, get present and then go to and then um I guess go to let me see video file. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then hit open. I think I I'm I am totally guessing here. There it is. Okay. I don't know if you can do something. Add the stage. Yay! There he is.
So that just kind of gives you guys a little bit of an idea, but that's what we're working on on the side. But I mean, we can't tell you everything, but that's uh -huh. the channel that we have. So I mean, Yay. it's awesome. That was awesome. That, that was good. The first and only is ever going to see it. This is the first time only maybe for years. So uh, that's all we can show, but that's basically it. I can't tell you the premise of the show. We can't tell you anything. It's that's just true. Okay. There's it's different NCICSCSAIS. Yeah. Whatever so, that shows. There's so much more, but that anybody who's in here right now, it's the only time you Thank guys. Thank you guys. Thank you so for much doing for that. that with us. That 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 was very very cool. I'm ex gets me it's so exciting for you guys. Yeah. I'm so happy that you you know you have this idea, have this path you guys want to go down, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to have you guys back on the show. Yeah, with to, new uh, things talk to talk about. True crime cases, because you know everyone loves true crime. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. can be. We have even more stuff to talk about. I didn't even get yeah. into stuff I want. I didn't even get into stuff I wanted to talk about tonight. <laughs> we never did. Lined up for you guys, so now we got to have you guys back. That's you guys asked a question that sent us down a whole rabbit hole, but we got to see that, so I don't care that my question sent us down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Everybody who's in here is the only people that are ever going to see it. Like. God. For years, maybe I mean, you know. Yeah, until you'll see it when you see it. Yeah. It'll be somewhere. Yeah. Exclusive on yeah. the freaking awesome paranormal show, guys. So that is freaking awesome. I gotta I had to see it. Yep. Guys, I've got a busy day tomorrow. Early morning, I gotta go to the gotta go to the body shop tomorrow morning. So I'm going to cut this short here. Well, not really cut it short because we're an hour and a half hour past time but uh i want to thank you luna and nolan for coming on the show thank you. we appreciate you so much and yes. we, can't wait we to look have you guys forward back. to talking to y'all every time we yes. both brian and i both been like when are they coming back how much longer <laughs> well just let us know when you guys want us back we'll, yeah. always, we'll always hop back we'll on. do a thing where we just do this and then we only answer questions with a timer and then that way <laughs> there we go let's, there just, we go. let's just speed date the questions how about when have our first speed show round our X-Files spoof or whatever comes out, you guys invite us back on and we can like talk yes. about it. Dig, dig yeah. deep. Yes, we will definitely do that. We'll have you on before then. We'll, we'll just do it. We'll make it. We'll figure it out for sure. Yeah. Cool. So. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. you guys. Everybody Thank in the you. chat. You want to tell people where to find you guys? Like mm -hmm. where to, how to get in touch uh, with you? So right here, I'm just going to say hi. Um, this one is our YouTube channel. So you guys can go ahead and click that, Finding Unknown. Okay. Uh, you can also go to Luna Paranormal. That's L-U-N-A Paranormal.com. You can find him at okay. uh, Finding Unnolan on Instagram and Spooky Luna. So you guys can Perfect. follow us on Instagram and TikTok, both of us there. So Cool. We'll see you around. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Merry Christmas and happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. That, that was, was always fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Talking with Exciting them, and now we got stuff that with them coming up. Yes, ooh, and we got that exclusive trailer that nobody else can see. If you if you weren't on here at that exact time, you you missed you would have missed it until it right. actually comes out. So that's that's exciting. Um, what do you have, what do you guys have coming up here on the Orion Effect? We um, I'm actually Howie and I are working on what the topic is going to be for. Um, Sunday, but it will be me and Howie and Kim Sage 
on nice. Sunday night on the Orion Effect at 7 o'clock. So we're trying to come up with something fun to do with the, the season upon us. I think I've got a couple ideas. I want to run by Howie and see what he thinks. And then um, for, oh, Friday. Friday, I've got yeah, another got your show. Yes, I'm going to be on so Spirit exciting. Switchboard at 6 p.m. with um, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. Um, so I'm excited about that. We're going to be talking spirits and holiday spirits and all the good things. Wow. So, uh, sorry, RJ started freaking out back there. Let's see. We've got um, Operation Spirit Seekers Paranormal Team coming on Sunday night. So I'm, I'm do, we'll be doing a show on it Sunday. And if you want to join me, you're all are welcome to. Okay. And uh, we got a Christmas show. On Sat on Tuesday, so really? yes, it's going to be fun, and I am going to go because RJ's screaming. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to you guys later. I will All see right. you guys Sunday night, same freaking awesome time, same freaking awesome channel. Rhonda, look up, look for Rhonda. Uh, it's Friday. Friday night, Friday evening. Friday, and then Sunday at seven p.m. Mr. Howie. Howie effect. Yep. With Howard. Odell. <laughs> Turning up their surfboards and stuff. So, guys, thank you so much. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.